Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Using Rocket Pro TPO is like managing a team of all-stars. Our powerhouse squad approaches underwriters, complete document reviews, and initial underwrites in just one day. With our industry-leading mortgage insurance and with a wide variety of products to use, your mortgage game will have zero weaknesses, helping you and your clients win more closings against today's tough competition. Rocket Pro TPO compete at the highest level. Call for cost information and conditions, equal housing lender, license in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org number 3030. You're listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently from Jen Duplessis, America's Mortgage Mastery Mentor with over 37 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. Jen has been mentoring loan officers and realtors for over 15 years and speaking on stages across the globe. So settle in and get ready as Jen and her guests share their experience passion, and strategies to help you crack the top producer code to reach new heights in your business. And now, here's your host, Jen Duplessis, Mortgage Mastery Mentor and Head Chick in Charge of Kinetic Spark Consulting. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis. I want to just say thank you so much for listening for all of these years. We're coming up on our eighth anniversary, if you can believe it. And, you know, it's great. It's always a good time to celebrate, but I am just delighted that you spend time in your day with us. If you're brand new, welcome. Welcome to our community. If you've been with us for a long time, thank you. Thank you so much for your patronage. And as always, I'm asking for you to please give us a great five-star rating and write a review. Do both. All you have to do is scroll down on your phone and you'll see where you can put all that information in there. Just take 30 seconds. That's all it takes, 30 seconds to write something. And as always, if there's a topic you want to hear about, feel free to reach out to me at jen at jenduplessis.com. And I will be happy to entertain that topic and make sure that you get your questions answered. And so today on this episode, I want to introduce our guest, Ryan Grant, who is the CEO and founder of NEO Home Loan. Let me take this opportunity to introduce him. He has consistently been ranked in the top 150 lenders in the country for the past seven years. He created, he and his co-founders created NEO Home Loans in 2020. So this is fairly new. We're going to find out about that. They're excited about it. But one of the things that they tout is that they're uniquely valuable mortgage platform and to fundamentally fundamentally change the perception of what it means to be a mortgage professional. So I want to really hear about that today. And you are growing and you also have a product that you've developed, a platform that you developed called the Art of Home Ownership that we're going to talk about today. So if you're a loan officer listening in, this is an awesome opportunity for you to consider another platform. Now, I say all the time, don't chase shiny objects. Make sure that it fits your budget. Make sure it aligns with your values and your goals before you take the plunge into getting something that is brand new. So we are delighted to have you here, Ryan. Thank you so much for joining us today. 
Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited. I've known of you and about your podcast for a long time, so I'm honored to be a part of it. Okay, so we're going to dive right in. So, you know, you and I were talking in the green room before we started recording. You know, you've been in the business for 15 years, but you had what you consider to have this double career in the business. So tell us about your first career in the mortgage business and how that differs from what you're doing now. The first iteration of my time in the mortgage industry was really a job. I had a job as a loan officer, subprime mortgage company back in 2005, 2006. Got into management of that, and then subprime crisis happened, and I just kind of floundered for a few years. Went into management at a couple other companies, but really had a very tumultuous first five, six years in the industry. Thought about getting out of it multiple times, and it was even one point where I was going to go back to business school. And my dad told me, well, "Why don't you just go meet realtors and you know try and have people refer you business?" And I looked at him, I was like, "I don't think that's even a thing. I think you just send out mailers and buy internet leads and do refinances." Because that's what so, you write. <laughs> that's all I knew. Needless to say, there was more to it than that. And I'm glad I listened to my dad. So in 2011, that's when I started my career. And I consider anyone in the mortgage business, you have to look at if you have a career or if you have a job. Yeah. A job is when you work for a company, they provide you leads, you know, they give you the opportunity and you try and convert that business. A career is when you have your own brand. It's when you're generating your business. It's built on relationships and not built on performance. Uh, and so... You know, that career started in 2011. And I've always said for years and years and years is that I have a practice. I don't have a business, right? And that levels of professionals in this industry to say, you know, just like an attorney has or a doctor has a practice, we're serious about what we're doing. And that's what mortgage lending mastery is all about. So yeah. I love that you made that transition. So how hard was it for you to transfer? It's, and here's why I'm asking this question. Right now, uh, non-QM, which by the way, the terminology is changing. I just got back from a non-QM conference and they said it's going to be called non-agency now. So non-agency, non-QM, this is blasting off right now. And I still originate under that auspice without a license. I only do non-owner occupied properties, but I do quite a bit of business in that arena. And, yeah. and so I love non-QM for investors. That was one of my niches. But what I'm seeing is that it's a difficult transition for most loan officers who have only sold rate while we've had this low rate environment for umpteen years now. <laughs> you know, when I got in, it was 18 and a half percent. So, you know, they've had these low rates and all they were doing is, you know, low rates, 30 year fixed rate loans. When you make that transition into the non-QM world, the old phraseology of subprime, it's not subprime anymore. In fact, the credit scores are better than agency loans and the LTVs are lower. But when you make that transition, you know, what people are doing now, loan officers are doing now, and they're saying, gosh, you know, this non-QM is out there. I've got to start making that transition. It's a different approach to edge selling. So tell us, I want two questions answered. What recommendations would you give to them if they approach that? But first answer, how did you transition from situational lending into being more of a commodity? It was a, a journey for sure. Um, I remember when I first got my, I started with a company called iMortgage in 2011 mm -hmm. and they were well known for relationship-based lending. They understand purchase business. And so I remember getting my first business card, a couple flyers, and I went to a broker preview and I was just really nervous. People could see the things shaking in my hand. And I would sit outside of open houses and tell myself all the reasons why I shouldn't go in and then I'd leave. It took a while for me to kind of find my place there. 
it just was through being at a lot of events, going to every open house possible. You know, anytime there was a, a realtor or a buyer or any opportunity, I was, I was going to be there. And then I just focused on customer service because I thought, okay, that can differentiate us. And that got us to, you know, a certain place and we kept growing the mortgage practice. And then, you know, it wasn't until around 2018 where I realized that we were a commodity and we were looked at from a rate and cost perspective more than I would care. And even though people liked our customer service, it wasn't all that important to them. They just wanted the deal done and a decent enough customer service level. And so that's when I realized like we have to actually tangibly be more valuable to the client, right? We can't just say that, you know, I tell everybody, if a client comes to you and says, I'm getting a low rate quote, I'm already in contract, they can close in 15 days, they have awesome customer service, and they have an on-time close guarantee, why you? And back then, I didn't have that answer. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't have overcome that objection or client concern. And now I can confidently say that we do, right? We really believe that we're going to be the most valuable person in our client's life, along with our real estate partners oftentimes when it comes to somebody's real estate or financial livelihood. And then we can show them that we're going to be really important to them for the next 30 days, but we're going to be invaluable to them for the next 30 years. And people want mortgages, but that's not what they need. Right? What they need in order to create wealth is information and continual advice and proactive guidance. And so we've built our entire company around the fact that you know, we want to help people achieve financial freedom through a lifetime of guidance and financial literacy. Yeah. Do you want to be there today and tomorrow? You know, today and tomorrow. And, you know, it is funny that you're saying this because a lot of times, you know, both real estate and mortgage, because we have realtors to listen in as well, is that we're so transactional. You know, we get a lead, we close a loan, we get a lead, we close a loan. And, you know, I always look at the client journey as being an infinity sign that they're alumni clients and not past clients. We don't close the casket on the relationship. Thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) right? We bring them back into the fold. And what do alumni do? They return, they give you money, right? They refer people they want, they are your advocate. And so that's how I always look at the process. So I love that you're taking that approach of, it really is a lender for life without saying it's a lender for life. You know, that's truly what it is to be there through the thick and thin. So I love that. So you made that change. So let's answer the second part of the question. So now I'm used to being in a, a commodity, right? And I've been quoting a whole bunch of rates. I've been going hundred miles an hour. Yay. I had the best year ever because COVID gave it to me last year. Right. Yeah. Um, right? And now I'm going, what do I do? But I heard there's this non-QM market. That's what I'll do. I'm going to jump into that. What advice do you have for them for changing their mindset and their tactics and their strategies to be successful in that arena? I think that there's, an opportunity to still be extremely relevant and actually demanded from a agency perspective. So I don't think that fully jumping into non-QM is the answer. I think that I agree. Yeah. alternative of the value proposition that will differentiate you, which unfortunately most lenders don't have, then you know they think, okay, well, I'm just going to go full bore into non-QM and try and be in that space. But you're going to run into the same challenge, right? Because there's still going to be people out there that offer that and so wherever you spend your time, like if you want to create maybe 10 to 20% of your business portfolio in that non-QM space, I think that's prudent. And I think that you know everybody should have those outlets because you just want to help as many families as you possibly can. And every family is going to have a different circumstance. The key is that that family needs to understand that you have product differentiation, you have value differentiation, 
and that they will be better off partnering with you in their real estate and financial journey than anybody else. So whether you're quoting a you know, 4.5% rate on a non-QM product or a 3.5% rate on an agency product, never expect to be the cheapest. Right? That's a game that we're all trying to mm-hmm. somehow play, but no one's ever going to win. And we're just racing to the bottom. And so the key is to never try and beat your competition. It's just simply to make them irrelevant. Right? Yeah. Like sell a different product. Get in that blue ocean that most people are not going to get into. And then just have every product available to you to be able to maximize your efficiency with your clients. Yeah. I'm smiling about this because when I was originating, because I'm no longer originating traditional, you know, one of the things that I used to do is that, you know, concept was someone called and said, what's your rate? And I'd say, oh gosh, you know, this is the problem to begin with because my agents never did that. Or, you know, they trained them not to do that. But if they were calling and saying, what's your rate? One of the first things I'd say is, well, have you talked to any other lenders? Yeah, I've talked to a whole bunch. Okay, great. So did they tell you about the Super Saver 25? And they go, no, they didn't tell me about that. What's that? What's that loan? You know, it's simply a 25-year term. It's the exact same rate, right? But it's selling them something different. Yeah, the calendar sale mentality. Yeah, I would talk to them about it and say, hey, you can own your house five years sooner. Of course, there was other, well, we know. We know that's not the real answer, right? But it's sure. just exponentially your balance is paying off. And I always found that that was just kind of a fun thing to do against someone who called about rate to differentiate I think, myself. Yeah, I think the key there, we call them disruptor questions, right? Because the yeah. consumer, if you go online and type in how to find the best mortgage lender, yeah. you're going to get 20 pages of rate term, you know, cost, so on and so forth. Nothing's going to talk about value. Yeah. Nothing's going to talk about education. Nothing's going to talk about proactive advice or guidance. And so the consumer has no other idea what to ask other than rate and cost. Yeah, We just need to ask them a question that yeah. will disrupt their thought pattern and realize, I guess there's more to this than anyone else has asked. That's I mean, right. we have 12 disruptive questions that we teach all of our mortgage professionals to ask, at, you know, situationally. Yeah. And those questions get the client to realize, all right, like no one else is asking these questions. They seem incredibly important. Maybe no one else is taking the time to really consider my personal financial situation versus another client. So I want to learn more, right? So it just opens them up and allows them to be more receptive. It's making withdrawal from the trust account of that other lender without you having to even be around. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. pulling the trust, right? They're going, hi, I wonder why they didn't ask me. Uh, hmm. I wonder what's going on with that. Oh yeah. They didn't ask you. Oh Yeah. Hmm. I wonder why they didn't. Right. Those were little, little innuendos I used to use as well as a, you know, top producer too. Okay. So let's talk about, thank you for sharing that, you know, because I do think it's a different strategy. I'm not saying go full in. I'm just saying that it is a different strategy. In fact, my company is called situational lending because that's what it is. It's not a rate quote environment. Although I'm starting to see that from our vendors. And I've never had them talk to me about rate, but now all they do is talk about rate. So kind of eaten or drank the Kool-Aid themselves. I want to go back to something that you said a few minutes ago, which was management. You know, you were involved in a lot of management. The reason why I want to talk about this is that this year has been the year of leadership. This has been the year of leveling yourself up to be a leader in a relationship, to be the leader in your family, to take the lead, to have 10 or 20 seconds of courage rather than a full year of fear right? To be the person who is in the forefront and the visionary. My opinion of management is that the word is gone. You know, it's old news now. I think it's all about leadership. Tell us about your leadership 
And in relationships with your partners, your real referral partners, and in relationships with people in your branch and and in your company, and how you see leadership going forward from the perspective of a realtor for their practice and a loan officer for theirs. We have a philosophy at NEO that we don't want to hire anyone we have to manage. We just want to hire leaders that we get to lead. And it's important because, you know, so many companies have multiple layers of management and everybody's got to have oversight and everyone has to, you know, kind of babysit certain people or try and get the most out of them. That's just a philosophy that we realized early on was not going to apply for us. So we look at whether it's our employees, our referral partners, anybody in our world. And we ask three questions is, do they feel inspired when they wake up? Mm -hmm. Do they feel safe when they're at work? And do they feel fulfilled when they go home? Yeah. And so the reason we created Neo is because it's inspirational to know that we can make an impact on so many families' lives and not just sell them debt. I think when I ask loan officers why they do what they do, they say, I love helping people. And I'm like, well, I hate to burst your bubble, but if they don't get their loan from you, they're going to get it from someone else. So tell me how you're outside of completing the transaction. Yeah. How are you actually helping that client? Mm -hmm. Because if you're giving them what they want, which is a mortgage, that's not really helping them. I'm like, you need to give them what they need, which is way more than just a mortgage. And so we're all inspired to try and change the mortgage industry. So like, as you said, in the beginning, redefine what a mortgage professional should be. Everyone feels very safe because they know that when the market gets challenging, not only will loan officers need a value proposition, our realtor partners need a value proposition, but our clients will not only stay with us, but refer to high level We get to work with companies and organizations as their corporate affinity partner. We have a lot of CPAs, finance planners, and estate planning attorneys that work closely with us because of our value proposition. So everybody feels safe that we're not at the whim of interest rates. Like our business has elevated up beyond that commoditization. Yeah. And then lastly is that everyone just feels very fulfilled. The work that we do, getting to see families move their financial freedom score right, and getting to communicate with all of our employees. We do a financial freedom webinar once a month with every person at NEO. And we have you know, underwriters and closers and funders that have said, look, I've, I've been in this industry for 20 years and no company's ever decided to take the time to help me with my personal finances. So now they're buying investment properties. They're opening you know, savings accounts or investing in a 401k for the first time in 20 years because they just didn't feel safe. They didn't feel empowered. So now everybody has a, a high level of fulfillment. And I think we're just at the beginning of that, right? So the more we focus on those three key indicators, I think that, you know, leadership becomes easier when those three things are always in the forefront. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny you said that. I I spoke to a group, I trained a group of realtors yesterday, about 80 of them or so. And, you know, we talked about financial freedom and what that meant for everyone. And it's funny because a lot of people think financial freedom means millions and millions of dollars, but that's not the definition of financial freedom. And you can have financial freedom with a $50,000 salary. You yeah. can have financial freedom with a $65,000 salary, right? It's about not consuming, but conserving, right? It's being aware. It's looking at things. So I love that. Are, do you consider that to be Neo's core values or yeah, is that? Okay. Yeah. That, yeah I wrote down values and then you started spewing those down. And I'm like, oh, they kind of sound like core values. These are your non-negotiables, you know? We want you to be, motivation is temporary and it's a vicious circle. Inspiration mm-hmm. is from inside. I yeah. Think. I mean, people have to experience this. I mean, like we have a 
the Neo loan employee loan program where mm -hmm. the client gets to go through the full Neo experience, like the dreams and goals call, which is 20 to 30 minutes of asking them questions that most loan officers would never dream to ask. And we understand why we do a 45 minute to hour long consultation where we go over, you know, exactly what we think they should do. They have a contract meeting when they go into getting their offer accepted. We have what's called a bulletproof buyer program. So we increase the likelihood of them getting the offer accepted, we decrease the cost likely at which they will pay for that home. Uh, and then when we close the transaction, we are all the way through, we have a very unique gifting program so they can experience the joy of becoming a homeowner as opposed to the stress and anxiety. And then we do a post-closing call at closing where we spend about 20 to 30 minutes explaining the next 20 to 30 years of our engagement and our relationship and what they're going to get from us and why they need to utilize it. And our customer success team calls them three months, six months, annual financial reviews every single year. We can't change this industry if our own employees feel the difference and don't feel like they are a part of something unique and special. Yeah. So, you know, when we do that, our underwriters underwrite differently, right? Our closers and funders work for a different reason. Our processors realize what they're really accomplishing because they've been through it themselves. And so it's one of our core tenets is the employees need to feel it first because then we build outwardly from there. It's traditional. I mean, it's certainly traditional calling after closing three months, six months, annual review. You know, I, it's certainly traditional, but it's the way you do it. It's the uniqueness behind how you do it that makes you different from the next loan officer. So I want to make sure that loan officers are hearing this and realtors too. Many times you've heard call at closing, call three days after, call you know a month after Did they get their mortgage statement, three months, how are they doing? Six months, how are they doing? And, and of course, the annual reviews year after year after year. We hear that. It's how you do it that makes it so unique. If you make it part of an automated system and they don't feel that they, you know, that you're really showing that you care, I think that it can call, fall a little more flat than having the actual phone calls that show that, you know, you're care for them. One of the things I used to do was talk to my clients about it, enter, entrance, holding and exit strategy for each home. And that's really what you're talking about, because when you have a holding strategy, it gives you purpose to call. You now have purpose that you're calling because you're working yeah. that holding strategy to create wealth. And that exit strategy of, is this house going to be investment? Are we going to use all of the proceeds? Are we going to use some of the proceeds to buy the next house? What does the next house look like? How far down the road? How long will you have the mortgage versus the home, right? Do we have a Band-Aid loan to get you in? There's all kinds of things that the uniqueness and how you do it on the backside is what creates that infinity of the loyal client that comes back again and refers their friends. So I think that that's super, super powerful. Okay, so in the time that we have left, I want to ask you about the art of homeownership. So this is your opportunity to give a little pitch on this, as I said in the very beginning, right? The art of homeownership, and you and I talked a little bit about it. So I'm going to give the high level of this. This is a platform that you have for selling different products on the backside of the closing. I called it a concierge. I know you call it something different. So talk to us about what this program is and some of the details about how people would join. Prior to starting Neo Home Loans, I was losing clients to interest rate, even they didn't want my customer service. So not only was I not, even though I was one of the top 25 lenders in the country in many years, I just wasn't proud of what I did. I wasn't proud that I just sold more debt than other people. And so I knew that I needed to be more valuable to my clients, A, to even feel good about what I was doing and, and feel like I had some purpose and B, because it was what they really needed. Right. Like again, I knew that what my clients happening. I remember vividly a client called and she says, Ryan, we have to sell our home. And we just helped her buy the home a year previously. And she said, my husband passed away in a car accident. 
And I said, well, you know, I'm so sorry, but we need, didn't life insurance come in and step in. And she said, well, we didn't have life insurance. Mm, didn't and credit right life that, step in, <clears throat> didn't have credit life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So right at that moment, you couldn't tell me that wasn't my fault because I knew about life insurance. I could have simply asked her one more question on the upfront discovery call. I could have asked her one more question on the closing call. I could have followed up and encouraged her and the family to do that. And I think if I would have done that, she'd still be in that home with her kids today. But because I didn't think that was my job or I didn't see the necessity of it, that happened. Right. And so I said, look, we need to be more beneficial and more valuable to our clients. And so we just compiled a list of service. We looked at every pain point that we knew the consumer had, which was home maintenance, home repair, and home upkeep. You know, 63% of millennials, 42% of every homeowner have some form of regret within 12 months after buying a home. And that's the number one regret. So let's solve that. Not understanding their home equity or what they can or should do with it, right? Complacency and home ownership. We knew that was a massive problem, right? So we found a way to solve for that. Not having proactive real estate or financial goals, right? Just buying a home, living in and paying for it and then letting life happen. Yeah. Yeah. So we knew we needed to solve for that. Helping people manage their mortgage at a high level, right? We call it a perfect mortgage promise. Now, helping people move from one home to the next, right? Moving is one of the three most stressful activities in life. And very few people help their clients with that, if at all. And there's two other parts to it, which are helping someone renovate their home prior to selling it to maximize the sales price at no cost to the client. And then helping someone trade up to get their new longer term home without having to sell their departing residence, essentially buying the new home for them all cash and then allowing them to move into it and having time to sell their departing residence. So we solve for every one of those areas with Art of Home Ownership. So now when we talk to our clients, we can show them how we can make or save them 10 times the amount of money that they would ever think they'd save by going with the cheaper lender. Yeah. So, you know, customer service is great. Interest rates, great speed, certainty, all those things are great, but all those things are what everyone else is doing. Right. So we're all saying the same things. We're all doing the same things. And we're wondering why we're not getting different results. If you become an art of home ownership partner, you can say wildly different things, right? You can do wildly different things. You can have much more of an impact. And we became the preferred lender for Facebook because of that platform. We became one of the top lenders in the country because of that platform. We really understand and and are connected and engaged with our clients, not just from a transactional level, but they've become dependent on us in almost every aspect of real estate and finance. Our realtor partners now get to say the same thing. The best thing is the confidence. Right, yeah. because I was at the airport the other day and a couple was sitting next to me and you know turns and says, I feel strange not talking to you being so close. And we got into talking and she asked what I did. And I said, Oh, I'm actually changing the mortgage industry. And she looks at her husband, they look at me and they go, What do you mean? And I explained, you know, what we're doing at Neo and ultimately yeah. Art of Home Ownership. And so any Art of Home Ownership partner gets to say that. And then, you know, not only did I get to talk with her, but we adopted her and her husband as a client. Yeah. We were then you see the financial planner out of Idaho. We're now working together. So our realtor partners get to say the same thing. I go to our realtor partners and say, look, don't, when someone asks you what you do, don't tell them you sell real estate or that you're a realtor, tell them that you're changing the real estate industry. And they're like, well, how do I do that? What do I like? How am I doing that? I say, well, because you're partnering with us, all the things we're doing are now all the things you're doing. Yeah. And so it's total dynamic shift, right? Again, we don't want to beat the competition. We just want to make them relevant. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You know, I think anytime you can answer a question like that, it's sort of the puppy dog thing. You know, if you say you want to go for a ride, you want to go for a walk and they go, what? 
That sounds interesting, right? It's so much better. And that's something that, you know, I definitely teach in my coaching all the time is, you know, please don't answer with I'm a mortgage lender because people, the response is, it's just natural. Oh, yeah, change the subject. My, rate, <laughs> my rate's this, I can't qualify. You know, it's always the same thing. And it, and it really puts the walls up. And of course it creates a stereotype and, you know, we want to break that mold. So we'll make sure that we have the link in the show notes for people that yeah. want to, you know, do that. And I know that you have to run because I see the time. I know you're about ready to do a presentation yourself. So I want to be valuable your time, but I want to ask you this last question is what do you do that keeps you on top of your game? I think it's just discipline, right? It's just routine. It's discipline. It's constant improvements. I've never for a second thought that I know it all. Um, mm -hmm. I quite often think the alternative. So I have invested a lot in coaching. We even started a coaching company. We just believe that there is a, you know, the constant pursuit of improvement is the most rewarding and fascinating thing that we can do because the industry is always changing. Dynamics are always changing. We need to always be on top of our profession. And when you have that level of discipline routine, it, it will spill over into your personal life as well. And so just, early morning routines, you know, being very intentional with time, with family. I have a beautiful wife and two incredible daughters that I've been blessed to be able to spend a lot of time with. Very intentional nighttime routine. I did a video the other day talking about, you know, a called safety stop, basically stopping before we get home, finishing your call, getting into a different frame of mind, you know, going from fifth gear all day at work into sixth gear when you get home. So just little life hacks that allow me to stay engaged in every area, stay healthy, stay mindful, okay. and then just practice a lot of gratitude. It's really the bookends, right? Like the chaos can ensue. There can be things that happen during the day, but if you can bookend your day and get, you know, get your head on straight on both sides, that's how I always describe it as bookending your day. Yeah. And it's funny. I used to, in fact, I've got a client now that I'm coaching and I have her sit in her driveway and write down three gratitudes before she gets out of her car yeah. and goes in with her kids Love that. because you've got to have that transition you know, to be present to everyone when you come in into the house, because otherwise we're still running a hundred miles an hour as we do in this industry. And unless you're in it, you don't understand it. Right. And yeah. it's, uh, it can beat you down over time. I love all of that. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Ryan. Yeah. I, I just wish you the best of luck in everything that you're doing. I know this is new venture for you, you know, and having your own company and, you know, I just wish you all the best and what I call the soaring twenties. These are there the soaring twenties. I think this is a decade for soaring. If you're going to be uh, great at personal and professional development, leveling yourself up, being intentional, you know, working to win rather than working to work right? yeah. and differentiating yourself in the marketplace to become a market influencer, this is your decade, but you got to work into it, right? You have to do that. So Again, Ryan, I thank you so much for spending time with us today and sharing um, your wisdom with us, some great ideas. And for those of you that are listening, make sure you click on the links below and get the information to find out if this is you know good for you, if this is a match for you and alignment with you. And uh, again, I want to say thank you so much for listening in and spending time with us. I spoke to someone in San Diego the other day and they said, oh my gosh, you're her. And I was like, yeah, it's me. But he's like, I listen to you every day when I work out. So Jim, if you're working out at the gym, that's how I remember the name. You're working out at the gym. Hi, thanks for listening in. Ryan, again, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks for having me, Jen. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Be sure to subscribe to hear more sales tips, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help you with your personal and professional growth to multiply your results in record time. 
And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Wanting more beyond the podcast? Join our Mortgage Lending Mastery Membership Community, where you will find extended interviews with our favorite guests, weekly training, tips, and insider secrets, fireside chats with Jen, free content, meet, share, and collaborate with other members, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about this exclusive content. Mortgage Lending Mastery is an industry syndicate charter podcast. Industry Syndicate is the first podcast network specifically for the mortgage and real estate industries. Get the Industry Syndicate app in the App Store or Google Play today.